My favorite filter at the moment is the is the polarizer. Why is that? Because when you're trying to shoot outdoors or there's lots of reflections, reflections off water, glass, metals, you can spin the polarizer, which by the way, if you don't know what a filter is, it is a piece of glass, essentially, <laughs> that goes in front of the lens. Now you know. So a polarizer has two pieces of high level filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can move the polarizer. If you ever had polarized glasses and they have those little polarizer tests where you put them on in like the grocery store sometimes if you're at a really like the, the cheap glasses stand and they have that tiny little like when you're not wearing the polarizers, it just looks like a gray square. And you put them on, and there's like a parrot. I have no idea. Something like that that you see all of a sudden. Um, it would be a parrot, wouldn't it? It's always a parrot. Right? So it's something like that. So, yeah. uh, so if you're wearing polarizers and you're looking at water or like you're looking at the reflection of the sky on like a, the windshield of a car and you tilt your head back and forth, like left to right, you, you change the angle of, the, of the, the lens so that you'll see the reflection either get in some cases, it'll get worse uh, most of the time, but it either gets worse or better by you change the angle. So, and, well, so what, um, what are like yeah. practical applications in a movie? The practical applications is cutting the glare. So on what? Cutting the glare on water and reflective surfaces like glass, yeah, like metal, windows. windows. Dude, you know what uh, also does? I think the people use it most for making the sky bluer which I think is funny because they do use that for that. There's so yeah. many, I think that's photographers. So all photographers are like, yeah, the polarizer. Make the you need a polarizer for this, for this, for this. Yeah. But if we were feeling like right now, Chaz's camera could benefit. If you can see him and you're not just listening to this. If right you're watching now, this on YouTube, I'm sure you've noticed for the last 50 episodes of this podcast that my glasses constantly reflect greenish blue light off of them because they have blue filtering. So, oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, if we could just, if we we're filming you, throw a polarizer on that thing right now. And it would disappear. Cut, cut a lot of it. Um, Almost all what, of it. You know what my favorite filter is? The mm -hmm. ND filter, because I really like to open the lens all the way, like so open, the openness, like 1.0. You like that <laughs> shallow, that field side? Oh, it's so shallow. Nothing's in focus, and the whole image is just a nightmare blur. That's my favorite. Um, so, yeah. If you, that's another good thing for the polarizer, also ND filter, the polarizer will take your camera down a few stops. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point, dude. I always forget that. I put that in there. I go, ah, I can't use that in this shot. Oh dude. But I actually, I lied. I, my favorite filter is not the ND. I just, I think it's my like only filter I ever use, but I think I know your favorite filter. Dude, everyone knows my favorite filter. It's the one eighth, uh, black pro mist filter. That's a, that's a man's filter right there. Explain so. that filter to people. Okay. Um, I think the best way to describe it, I, I think really the only movies I ever see it in, although I probably just don't notice it. You probably see it in a bunch of like, like 1800s, like historical dramas or something, but I always see it in Spielberg movies and Spielberg's my favorite. And I, I just copy all the shit that he does, but Janusz Kaminski, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure they always have a, he's a cinematographer that Steven Spielberg uses by the way. Oh yeah, and to explain the pro, pro miss now, finally is that it's the uh, it just it takes like the those harsh highlights um, and just puts a little glow on just the really so like the really bright areas 
um, there, there's, it would just put a little glow on it. And I, and I, you know, with, with video, uh, videos got a lot better. Like we shoot everything on red, on red camera and, um, the highlights fall off really nicely. Cause especially back in the day, like video, the, the, the highlights would, where was violent. Like anything that got close to being white, it's just like burp, like harsh white square of white that's blown out and it just looked really unnatural. Yeah. And, and so anyway, um, things have gotten better, but still it's just nice when there's a little, little glowiness around the, the highlights. Um, it's almost unnoticeable. Like you won't even notice it in a movie unless you're looking for it because it's so subtle. But when you take it away, you're like, oh, wow. Like yeah. that looked cooler with the... <laughs> um, Promise anyway, on there. best filter. Yeah. Explain explain uh, highlights falling off as opposed to like the... the like. How would I describe it? Um, the... Like, I guess a good way to say it is a violent cutoff. Yeah. Uh, we could bring in a, like right now, if you're watching this video, my face is like fall, falling off pretty harsh because the sun came out like right when we started and it's too late to re-expose this shot. But <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to bring in a video engineer to like explain it properly, but to summarize, because of the way, okay, so like our eyes and film, why everyone's like, oh, film's so natural. Because the way, uh, it's like, there's like a logarithmic exposure values like our eye our eyes the same way it's 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 logarithmic so if i if i plotted if i could draw this it would make more sense and i'm even trying to show it on with my hands on camera but like you may be listening to this probably actually only listen to this so the there's like they call it like a like a foot is it a foot and a, there's a roll there's roll off so as you get closer to the dark areas and the brighter parts of the image Instead of, if you were going from left to right in a graph, it's not just a straight line with film and with our eyes. As you get closer to brighter, it starts to ebb off. Um, think of like a, I don't know, like the top of a water slide and the bottom of a water, like a water slide kind of like bent at the bottom, bent at the top. <laughs> That's what it's like. So if the highlights are at the top, it's, it's ebbing off. Wow. And this is perfectly, the sun's coming out and it's blowing out my entire face right now. <laughs> and this is a crappy, I mean, it's, well, it's, I don't know. It's a video camera. It's not the red should use the red, but uh, you can see how harsh right here. Look how harsh blown out that is. Um, and if you're listening to this, which you are probably, uh, Dan's face is what we would call blown out. Yeah, it's really just white and like only, you can only see one, like my eye, the one side. Blown of out is when it is white. so bright in a section that all the information is yeah, lost. Yeah, like my skin is so pale that <laughs> all the information is easily lost anytime you film my face. Um, so, but anyway, the, so film in our eyes, this like nice ebb off as you get closer to the bright areas. In video, a video camera, it just ones and zeros. It just captures all the, the light hits the, these photo sites on the, on the sensor and they just get uh, an intensity value. And if you graph that from bright to dark, it would be a straight 45 degree angle across the graph. There's no like ebbing off toward the edges. And I don't know how the red works, but that thing is designed to look natural. Like the way our eyes work, the way film works. Um, and it's very nice fall off into the brighter areas and it looks, it looks great. And that's why I run music is things masterpiece. Um, so even with that though, when you get those bright areas, a little glow on them, it's real nice. So everyone yeah, start is. buying ProMist, put it on all your films. And now we have covered the sponsorship for this podcast. We'll get into it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now for the, what we're really going to talk now about. Now on today's episode. 
Yeah. So uh, I think in general, like whenever we shoot, we just, we put those three filters in the map box and we're good to go. We get the pro mist. We ND that uh, depending on situation. And then uh, uh, generally not using a polarizer, but we're, uh, we were doing some tests. We're about to film a lot of um, not car, well, like car interiors, exteriors, and basically either looking through a window or looking through a window. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, the pro the, I mean, the polarizer is really useful in that situation. So, yeah, I think filters, uh, you know, people don't, uh, don't think about filters a lot. Like I got my camera, I'll make my movie. You just throw yeah. a couple of filters in the mix. Like that gives you a lot of options. Yeah. You don't have to be obsessed with filters. I think that's ridiculous, but I think it's yeah. just some nice, sometimes fairly inexpensive tools that can really up your game. For sure. Dude, like that'll make the biggest difference right there. Yeah. That's, um, that's a, that's a make or break when you're dealing with reflections and a polarizer. Yeah, and if you're dealing with like, if you're, de- if you're shooting like DSLR, I always count from like, because you know, now we, we, you know, like we have a red camera, so we shoot on that like minimum cause we have it. And then if there's rentals, they're going to be just be more red cameras or something. But, um, well, it's not necessarily true. I shoot a lot on, on like an A7S or an A9 or I don't Me know, one of, the, one of the Sonys. Yeah, and you do too. All right. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes I ignore that. I'm like, Sonys. it's such garbage. It's just garbage, which, yeah, if you're going to shoot a movie, I prefer a red camera. But um, uh, what, I, what was my point here? I forgot my point. Oh, yeah. So if you're shooting a DSLR, I guess everyone I see shooting a DSLR, they just, depending on the, 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 how, you know, they're usually outside. They'll just crank the shit out of the shutter. And then it looks like, I and mean, we could probably do an episode on shutter speeds and whatnot, but it looks like a scene, it looks like a sword fight from Gladiator um, or watching Black Hawk Down or something. And it's supposed to be about like hair extensions or something. <laughs> and and uh, th- those are situations where like people need to put some ND filters on that. So, yeah. So you got to think about it this way. To get, to get that, the, the brightness down, cranking that shutter speed Change the whole not your look. only move. You got the move of taking the stops down with an ND filter yeah, and I mean, keeping the shutter speed, uh, you know, slower. Yeah, it's one thing if you yeah if you're shooting a car chase and like you, that looks good to you, that's great. But yeah, if you don't, if, if you you're want shooting some beauty shutter, shots at the beach, you don't want it to look like <laughs> Tom Cruise running. Yeah, it should not look like Tom Cruise sprinting. Which, by the way, if you want to see Tom Cruise sprinting, just type in. To YouTube, Tom Cruise, what is it? Tom Cruise, like, running. 2020 running? Yeah, somebody, like, cut all the scenes of him running in every movie the past, like, 30 years. Oh, I haven't seen, that's something different. I, I was talking about the impersonator who does the oh, I still 2020 the running for president. But there is 20 minutes or something, maybe fucking an hour of Tom Cruise running in every movie, and that's really good, too. He's the, yeah, he's the most, like, the most intense running. He's so, he'll, dude, there's that one scene in, like Mission Possible, like seven or six or five, whichever recent-ish one. The one in Dubai, he, right? No, no, no. It's later. Is he's that, running I think the it's the most. I think it's the most recent one. No, there's one where he's just running, and it's literally a two-minute take, and they have the camera that's on like a drone, and it's just flying sideways for like two minutes, mm. and he's running through this like market or something, but it's like on the river. I don't. I don't know where they are, and he's sprinting like full blast. Like like I work out every day, my whole life sprinting. For two mm-hmm. minutes, and it's impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> All right. And that's the whole point of this episode was to talk about Tom Cruise's running abilities. They're incredible. <laughs> Guys, such good shape. It's insane. Yeah, it's true. Can't deny that. Yeah, so haters out there. Also, you know, <laughs> he's fun to watch. So 
No, he's a genius. His acting is incredible. He produces only blockbuster hits every time. Except I don't think he's couple, made a single bad was going to comment that he yeah. made The Mummy, which sucked. And yeah, no, I never even, I didn't even know that movie came out. So if you ignore that, though, that's weird. That's weird. I got to watch that and like look into like what, ha- what the hell happened? What there? happened? Dude, because, but anyway. Let me tell you that run of movies, Oblivion and the. Uh, all the Mission Impossibles. All Mission Impossibles. They're yeah. all good. I ever seen one. It's insane. It's insane. They're like James Bond. Not there's nothing on Mission Impossible. It's crazy, crazy. As far as the consistency of those Mission Impossible movies, yeah, yeah. Because like you get a good one every once in a while, like Goldeneye, and like I don't know. Goldeneye was good. Yeah, Goldeneye's amazing. So. Yeah, directed by Stuart Baird. Hey, bringing it back to Stuart Baird. Everyone. Directed by Stuart Baird. I uh, <laughs> was Stuart Baird's apprentice. Wait, no, bit. no, he didn't direct that. He uh, produced it. He edited it. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he just, he at least, he maybe did edit it, but he definitely produced it and it's great because that Mar- uh, Martin or something, uh, who's the guy? You maybe, met him. Was maybe Stuart Baird didn't even edit it. I'm pretty sure he just produced it, but the director of that, um, I think you met you met him when you were working with him. I remember you telling me. I might have yeah. lost mixed up my brain. Um, no, no, you're totally right. I was, um, let me, let me like, get this correct before I like botch my own history. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, um, I'll just wrap things up here by saying that. Uh, so Martin Campbell, I, I met him. Oh, yeah. He's Martin the director. Campbell. Okay. I might've just been thinking about Martin Campbell. He was a producer on a movie called Vantage Point. That, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's okay. I worked That's on it. Right. Yes. That. No, That's what yeah, I don't even know. I don't think Stuart even edited that movie. However, okay. Anyway, Goldeneye's great. I yeah, saw that yeah. back in '95. <laughs> that was a wee lad. Jeez, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah, it's bad. Um, okay, so anyway, yeah, filters. I think they're underutilized. It's weird. Um, obviously, if you're a fancy pantser and you got like matte boxes attached to your red cameras and stuff, but generally. When we're when we're using DSLRs and stuff, like no one, like dude, just put a fuck. I put a few filters on that on that baby. Call it a day, son. Yeah, we should get some sponsors. We should like people. We should be putting like Amazon links, getting like twenty percent right now. Hell yeah, we should. <laughs> Got to monetize. Next, we're all about. One. Yeah, you know. You know. We're always talking about what are the what do the numbers say? Well, like we probably need to start looking at numbers on this podcast. You can start monetizing this, son. <laughs> you got to, you got to do it. You got to do it. Everyone does it. Don't feel bad. It's not a shameless plug. I mean, yeah, it's a shameless, <laughs> a shameless plug when you're doing it for yourself. It's not a shameless plug to like, you know, give yeah. a shout out to your freaking sponsors and get paid for it. Gotta get that monies. Also, yeah, then we could decide like, oh, our podcast is bad because we drone on about nothing, and then we tweak it, and then we. Then when we start bringing the money, we keep repeating that. That's right. So once we start doing that, we'll start telling you to do the same thing. But till then, till then, you gotta <laughs> you gotta learn the hard way. In three hundred episodes from now, we'll come back to this topic. That's right. Okay. Well, Chaz, Dan, it's been it's been real. I'll see you next week on whatever uh whatever this podcast is called <laughs> see ya <laughs> <laughs>
I'll see you. I'll see you then. Also, I'm gonna get some Tron lights. I'm gonna beat you in your Tron game. I got more. Just I'm just oh might even God. bust out some more next time. Jeez, oh, we have the the Tron arms race. Plus, you can't even see that my desk setup right now is fully LED'd. Oh God! Like behind this camera right now, wall, the wall <laughs> is LED'd up. I can't even compete. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! All right. Well, anyway, so yeah. Um, subscribe to all our shit. See you later. <laughs>